Eita hola, you are tuned in to the Edgar Reddy podcast. My name is Lebo Motsehwa. As usual, I'm your host. And as you know, I always have a doctor um, here with you. And today I've got Dr. Busi and other doctors. We're going to be talking about women's health. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Ah. Since we're talking about women's health, um, I think it should be for the ladies, by the ladies. So we're going to have to kick you out. No boys allowed. Yeah, Banda. Guys, are you going to allow this? Bye-bye. How goodbye. Goodbye. All right. We'll see you next episode. <laughs> I'm All in right, the driver's seat. I'm out of here. Bye. I'll see you. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Hello, 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 everyone. I'm sure you're surprised to hear um, that it's Dr. Busi in the driver's seat today. Um, and we're going to be talking about ladies' health. So it's ladies' night here at Geredi. And I have two very special guests in the studio with me, Dr. Sarah and Bunny. Dr. Sarah, how you doing, girl? Welcome. I'm great, thanks. I'm so excited to have a girls-only little chat here. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of discussions coming up with uh uh, women's health and fertility, all those kind of things, all the things that are on your mind, and we are ready to dive into that. Yes, I can't wait to get into all of that good stuff. And we also have a special guest from Hashtag Curated to Flex, Bunny. How are you doing, girl? I'm good, thank you, Dr. Busi. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm so glad to be here with Dr. Sarah as well. I'm very excited for this all-lady panel. Definitely. So I think we can just dive straight into it. So if you're at home, get your tea and snuggle and we can get right into it. Are you ladies dating at the moment? Yes, I am. Dating in a relationship? In a committed relationship. Okay, for how long? Um, going on four years now. Really? Yeah. Okay, so really my question is about like how has, you know, COVID, getting vaccinated affected your guys' relationships? Bunny, you want to take this one first and I'll uh, yes, jump yes. on um, I don't mind. Um, it's actually crazy because I was very willing to get vaccinated, but my partner wasn't. Really? He actually still isn't vaccinated. Really? Which is crazy because, I mean, I'm, I show him that I'm fine. I survived. Everything is good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to egg him on. He's talking about it now more than he was before. But it hasn't really affected our relationship, just that I'm, I'm trying to get him there. So yeah. is it a constant, like, discussion between you guys to... to... Um... It comes up. It comes up yeah. quite often. Like, we'll be discussing maybe travel, and then yeah. I'll be like, but you can't go there because you haven't vaccinated or something. And then he'll be like, yeah, I should get vaccinated. But he doesn't go. Wow. And you know what? We actually see that statistically women are the most vaccinated group. So the scenario that you're talking about is actually very, very common. And Dr. Sarah, is your partner vaccinated? Yes, he is vaccinated. Um we are both doctors, we um, both believe in the vaccine, and yeah, we are, so in that aspect, it is good. But with regards to the pandemic affecting our relationship, I think it has, you know, taken a toll. We had long-distance relationship during the hard lockdown, and yo, that was really tough. You know, can't travel between provinces and things like that, but now we, we're vaccinated, uh, things are more open now in the country, and yeah, it's going great. Yeah, the hard lockdown was pretty hectic. They say it's either you 
became closer together <laughs> yes. or you broke up. Um, but do you guys remember during that hard lockdown, we couldn't even get like makeup. We couldn't get go to the hair salon. Everybody was looking crazy. Yeah, my eyebrows go like, no <laughs> 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 wasn't maintained. <laughs> I actually learned to make wigs during You make lockdown. your own wigs. I make my own wigs now. Oh, Mostly like just the Afro, not this one, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. not this one. But like I have a huge Afro one. Um, that's black, and I have another purple one, and I made them during lockdown. That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. I learned because I was like, "What am I gonna do?" That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, some of the questions that have come through, you know, from women on our WhatsApp line on Kiredi, is you know, questions about menstrual cycles, about they went to get vaccinated, and now weird things are happening. Did you guys experience that? Have you heard about that? So I personally haven't experienced any changes with my menses or periods, but um, there has been reports that, you know, the vaccine can temporarily affect your your cycle. Just by one to two days, it might be a bit delayed. Um, but, you know, any some other things can cause your cycle to, you know, whether you're stressed for exams, um, you're sick with something, other infection, um, even getting the, the HPV vaccine can delay your cycle by one to two days. And I want to stress that it is, is a temporary change. And if anything else is, you know, persisting or going on for longer, then I would advise to see your doctor to see if there's something else going on in the background, not vaccine related. Mm. And another question, you know, for, for you, Doc, is, you know, a lot of women are on different kinds of contraceptives, the pill, the injection, the implant. Is it safe for them to get vaccinated and still be on that? Do they interact at all? Um, they definitely can get vaccinated. The vaccine is not going to affect um, your contraceptives. So definitely um, get vaccinated if you're using contraceptives. Okay, and then Bunny, are you a mom? Do you want to be a mom in the future? Um, I'm not a mom yet, mm-hmm. but I would like to be a mom. Um, but just a quick question before we go there. Absolutely I'm sorry, I just wanted heard Dr. Sarah speak about HPV um, oh, vaccine. Yes, What's that? HPV. So um, HPV is a sexually transmitted disease. It's a human papilloma virus. And that is quite dangerous because um, it can cause cervical cancer when you're older. So we, um, you know, there's a big campaign out there for schoolgirls to get vaccinated. So before they are sexually um, active, they would get the vaccine to prevent them from getting this virus that can cause problems in the future. Yeah, and essentially HPV is why people need to get their pap smears. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you're up to date with yours, but, you know, women should be getting their pap smears to make sure that they don't have any signs of cervical cancer, which was caused by the HPV that she was talking about. Yeah. It's yearly, right? Getting your pap smear, you have to do it every year. Um, So it's there's guidelines, there's national guidelines. And actually, if you're over the age of 30, you'll have to do one once every 10 years. Yeah. Unless they find any abnormalities, then it changes. But yeah, yeah that's it, what it, it may is currently. Be, it may differ in private as well. Yeah. But it just depends whether you're using private or, or state That's facilities. true. You know, some women who use private facilities prefer to get it every year or every three years, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine as well. Okay, yeah. And then going to conception, you know, having babies in the future. You know, a lot of people were like worried that if they get vaccinated, yeah. is it going to affect my ability to have children in the future and that's one of like the big myths that have come out and it's really not true um 
What do we know about that, you know, fertility and the vaccine, Dr. Sarah? Um, so the vaccine should not affect your fertility at all. You know, people have been vaccinated, have fallen pregnant, and um, they are also, you know, past pregnancy, having a baby, breastfeeding. It's not going to affect the baby at all as well. Like my little nephew, my sister uh, got vaccinated and he's healthy as ever. He also caught COVID, but he had a very mild COVID as well. Yeah. And another question is, People are worried about, you know, they always talk about male sexual performance. Yeah. Meanwhile, the ladies are not even getting orgasms. Like, do you know, like, cis, head straight women are the least orgasming group mm. on sure. earth. That is sad. That's shocking. It's very hectic. But, you know, it's also because not a lot of people even, like, know a lot about their bodies and things like that. So how would you guys encourage, you know, people to become more proactive about their sexual health to sort of reach the big O? If you even reached the O yourself, um, hopefully this isn't controversial. It is 2022, mm-hmm. but people should be pleasuring themselves, I feel. Ah, so you know like, how your body reacts to yes. being touched in a specific way and what are the things you, your body likes, you know. I think definitely that... So exploring Explore your sexual, sexual identity, identity. etc. What do you think and about that, Dr. Sarah? Exploring yourself, exploring different yeah. flavors. So for me, I'm already in a um, committed relationship. So um, for now, I'll not be exploring. Since <laughs> you, <laughs> can still, one you know, you can explore within <laughs> the bounds of a relationship. You know, like there, you can even get like sex toys. You know, there's like pegging and plugging. Uh, yeah, I'd been advised uh, not to explore those things <laughs> <on> this aspect. <laughs> I'll say advised. <laughs> no, but I think it's important, you know, for people to, you know, explore sex so that they can become yeah. more comfortable with it because a lot of the misinformation is people's fears around sexual performance being, like, terrible. And, you know, when they, like, have a, a toast and if you don't look people in there, you're going to have... 70 years of bad sex, but... Oh, yeah, the you looking know, into mis- your eyes. I've seen <laughs> yeah. that on... Uh, every time Everyone's like, toast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that's what really encourages a lot of the myths around the COVID vaccine. Um, and, and then you guys, I want to know, like, you guys are both vaccinated? Yes. Yes. Um, did you experience any side effects, you know, with regards to sex, painful boobs, things like that? Yeah, so just basically the mild side effects, you know, mm. pain at the injection where I got injected and just feeling a bit off and tired. And, um, but that all resolved after one or two days and I was back, you know, good as new. Um, I was, you know, fortunate enough. I didn't get any other, um, like, you know, headache or anything like that. Yeah, what was your experience getting um, vaccinated? Pretty much the same, pretty much the same as hers. Um, that little fatigue here and there for those couple of days, the pain from where the injection had gone in. Um, but there was someone that scared me and they were like, oh, I heard that um, if you get the vaccine, if you get the vaccine, you're going to be dry. Okay. So, like, <laughs> so getting into our next segment, we're going to go back to the discussion about the wet AP. Um, so that we can find out, does, you know, the vaccine cause things like vaginal dryness? Um, but now we're going to go to our section with Dr. James, who's going to go into our weekly myth-busting section. Um, and join us after that.
Hi guys, Dr. James here, and I'm here to bust your COVID-19 vaccine myth of the week. I know this episode is about women's health, but I'm here to stand up for the guys and just remind everyone that's listening that COVID-19 vaccines do not affect your ability to have children or your sexual performance. I know guys are worried about that the most. What I do want you to know is that COVID-19 infections can actually affect your sexual performance or reproductive health. So please guys, go out there, get vaccinated, do your part. That's it for me, Dr. James. I will catch you next time. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I'm sure you guys have been dying to find out the web answer. Um, but yes, you know, a huge point is that people are experiencing vaginal dryness and they're linking it to having been vaccinated. Um, and the truth is actually there is no link. You know, the vaccine doesn't cause any vaginal dryness. So you can, you know, keep that wet uh, <laughs> together, you know. Um, but there are definitely um, other questions that women have that we're going to get into. But more importantly, you know, we want to talk more to our lovely guest, Bunny, just to show how she fits into the whole picture. Um, she was one of our, you know, contestants for Get Ready to Flex. But go ahead, Bunny, you can tell us about your story. How did you hear about us? How did you come to be on the podcast today? So I, uh, I did music and drama performance at school and university in Durban. Um, and so I am a performer, live performer. I act, I sing, I write songs. And so when I saw on, on Instagram the Get Ready to Flex challenge going on, I decided, you know, let me do a monologue, put my talents out there, and I got chosen to be posted on the page. And it was really fun. It's crazy that my my monologue was actually about how I broke up with someone because they didn't want to get vaccinated. Interesting. Wow. And that's how we started this off. Yes. yes. And, and now I you haven't broken up with them, actually. Girl! My monologue was convincing enough, I guess. Oh. But I want to know, what did you say to your partner? Like, to be like, I need you to be vaccinated. Girl, every chance I get. Like, I just told you about the traveling. We want to go to um, Mozambique mm. for December. And I'm just like, but you're not vaccinated. You're not going to be able to go. So we're going to leave you. So he mustn't hold you back in he your life. He mustn't hold you back. I'm, I'm living the best life. Yeah. Definitely. In flights. You definitely. Know? And you know what? Like, as like women, you know, at every stage of our lives, there can be sort of a concern related to the vaccine, whether you're traveling with your boyfriend, whether you're pregnant, you're breastfeeding, you know, you're a mom. Like there are all types of questions. What are some of the questions that we've had from the WhatsApp bot, Dr. Sarah? So a lot of it has been on pregnancy and breastfeeding. So is it safe for me to get vaccinated when I'm pregnant, is it going to harm the baby? I mean, that it's the complete opposite. It's not going to harm your baby. And in fact, if you get severe COVID because you didn't get vaccinated, you know, that puts you at risk of uh, going into labor early, which is not uh, good for the baby if they are born a premature baby because then they have to go to ICU or higher care. Giving your baby the best chance and to be healthy after delivery is to get vaccinated. As well as breastfeeding, there's been no reports of um, the COVID vaccine uh, affecting the ba the newborn in any way at all after the mom gives birth and she got vaccinated while uh, she was pregnant or breastfeeding as well. Yeah, and you know, a lot of our listeners are young people. They don't have kids yet. And they're like, 
if I want to have children 10 years in the future, is it going to affect my like fertility rates, my ability to have a baby? Um, and I know that the answer is no. But why do you think a lot of this misinformation has like reached a lot of the young people out there? I think it's just, uh, you know, one of those topical points that people are actually concerned about in the background. You know, it's 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 those topics in health, you know, sexual and reproductive health is a real concern of the public. So, um, you know, linking it, if anything is going to be detrimental to their health, they would want to know and be concerned about it and see what are the facts and what is the evidence that is out there. Mm. And so, like, we, you know, we all have our little girl groups, you know, your closest friends. Are your friends vaccinated or do you have those stubborn anti-vaxxers in the crew? Thankfully, my friends are vaccinated. But I have been hearing people come up with very weird symptoms. And I'm just like, but guys, do you think that's really from the vaccine? Where are you hearing this information? This one friend of mine was like, I just totally am not feeling up to the bedroom activities anymore. And I was like, how can that... You know, everyone is literally attributing everything that is wrong in their life to getting vaccinated. But actually, there's so many reasons, guys, that can, like, decrease your libido or your desire for sex. Um, But definitely, it's not vaccination. Um, I think, you know... Because I've been vaccinated and I don't have that problem. You guys are too strong in that department. Yeah, I just think we need to speak about these, uh, you know, things... openly and not be shy about it or embarrassed i think you know open communication between your partner and yourself mm-hmm. if you uh, feeling like you have a decreased libido um are there anything that's stressing you out in the background like what's going around socially and you know it's something that you need to discuss with your partner as well and not you know blame it on the vaccine that you just had recently just because it coincided with events that are happening in your life and you know what's also very real for relationships, especially in South Africa? GBV, when it comes to sort of the health context, you know, there's situations where partners are like, no, you're not getting tested. No, you're not getting vaccinated. You know, you're not getting that contraceptive. Like, how, you know, should women navigate this? Because we know it's super prevalent in South Africa. How do they navigate this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's no, asking the know, real question. Yeah, yeah. it's very real, guys. You know, every day we hear about it. Um, buddy, what would you do if you were in that situation? If I was in a situation where I was being told by my partner not to actively take, you know, care of my of my health, I would probably look at getting another partner. Yeah. But also, realistically, you have to try and speak to someone in stages like you know your person maybe that's not the best thing to do i mean i have given the the first example of just leave but that's not easy for everyone and yeah it's really a lot of people they even say it takes up to seven times to try and leave an abusive partner so exactly this conversation is gonna take multiple conversations if it does help at all Yeah, yeah so but you try and you speak to them maybe on a level that you think they'll understand you from um and then you make elevated from there like escalated from there you know since we had that last conversation i was thinking maybe because of such and such symptoms i'm gonna go to the clinic i'm gonna go and see what's happening you know and it's you opening it up for a discussion instead of i'm going to the clinic do what you want type vibes or do since this is over yeah no and dr sarah you know now patient comes in the door 
Dr. Sarah, like my boyfriend, is adamant that I can't get vaccinated. I want to get vaccinated. Like, how do I navigate this? Sure. Um, my body, my choice, I mean, I get to decide. I mean, we are women, we are being empowered. Um, and if it's going to affect your health, if it's something that's going to affect your health in the future, I mean, we need to look out for ourselves. And especially with things like HIV testing and counseling as well and other health services that are out there like getting vaccinated. I mean, bring the partner in to the room, to the consultation room if you're both consenting. But we know that a lot of women are in severely abusive relationships where they're so disempowered, like they really can't do anything sudden or anything that will sort of trigger the partner into another abusive spurt. So what is that kind of woman? What are, what are their options? Um, so, you know, there's always help out there. If they approach us at the clinic or whatever healthcare um, setting they are in, there's social workers that can help you. Just know that you're not alone. And there's also groups like uh, Power, which is people opposing women abuse. Yeah, so I, I do have the Power number here. So it's people opposing women abuse. And the number is 76 But on a lighter note, um, it is great to see that the vaccine numbers are going up amongst young people. I think we're getting closer and closer to our target as a country. Um, So what would you guys say to, you know, women out there who are still a little bit hesitant about vaccination, um, seeing where we are now? Um, I'd advise anyone and everyone to go and get vaccinated as soon as they can. Um, I was feeling like, it, it's dying down, like especially after I'd gotten vaccinated and people were starting to be like, hmm, look at us, nothing is happening. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And then I started to see like a surge happening again. And I think that's also going to be something that like spurs people on to go and get vaccinated, to see that it's still taking place and people are still benefiting from it. Yeah, and you know, not only young people, just people in general. It's it's a massive, you know, we're working together as a community. It's a giant group project, basically. Get as many people vaccinated as possible so that we prevent new variants or mutations um, that actually drives waves, as we call it. I think it was discussed in another episode as well, where you get a peak in, in new um, infections daily, you know. And I think, I don't know if you guys have like noticed on like social media and your friends and family, like people are getting pregnant every day, like nothing before. People are getting married, engaged. Lockdown babies. What is that about? (laughs) Like people feel like the world is ending. What do you guys think that's about? I think it's definitely about that. People feeling like the world is ending. You That YOLO is hitting harder now (laughs) after this pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I feel like definitely people want to, get out there and live their lives, but then definitely they should vaccinate before they start doing that. So I think that's a great note to leave it on. If you want to get out there, live your best life, have a baby, get married, get pregnant, get vaccinated, like it's the best way forward. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. Um, And we'll be back soon with our next hashtag Get Ready episode. Um, You can contact our young doctors on our WhatsApp line, which is 060-019-0000. We look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye, ladies. Bye. Thank you.